0: I'm stepping into a full-time role. Mm -hmm. I need to be at least 80%. And I'm at like five. Welcome to the Lead from Scratch podcast. This is a podcast designed for the new or soon-to-be leader. This is the place to start growing your leadership potential from scratch, designing it with each ingredient in mind. We will be sharing bite-sized nuggets of information each week that will help you to recognize and unlock your full leadership potential. We are your hosts, Kyle Bowen and Carolina Witcher, and in this episode, we are breaking down the ingredient of you. Let's begin.
1: Our premise today is to say that if you aren't in a healthy place, it may be difficult to lead others well. The flaws of the go, go, go mentality, i.e. American culture. With many of us, we are so busy that we never stop and this takes a toll on our lives and on our leadership. The American dream concept, right? And just trying to reach for that, go for that, the hustle, no rest at all, can't stop. We are not made to run nonstop. Our productivity and our enjoyment of life are both hampered by a constant pace. According to author and leadership expert Michael Hyatt, more than 50% of employees report being burned out. That's 50% of employees. That's ridiculous, right? Stressed out employees have significantly higher absentee and lower productivity rates than healthier peers, meaning that that stressed employees are more likely to call in sick, more likely to find any excuse to not do the work that's in front of them um, and lower productivity. So they're probably going to be slacking off a little bit more, maybe talking a little bit more to their coworkers, being a little more distracted than their healthier peers who being healthier are able to be focused a lot more and hopefully enjoy their job a lot more.
0: And the concept of rest is key as a leader. I think a lot of times we want to identify leaders as the people who work the most and people, and we identify working the most as working the hardest, but that's not true because a lot of times when we're overworking ourselves, what happens is that our productivity just lowers to the point that we're working all these extra hours, but not actually getting anything more done than somebody coming and working from a rested Place. If we aren't in a healthy place, our leadership will suffer. We've all had hard conversations when we've been stressed out, when we haven't been at our best, and those conversations go more poorly because we ourselves aren't in a healthy place. And when we aren't in a healthy place, our leadership suffers. Our leadership isn't something we can detach From ourselves. So we need to make sure we're taking time for ourselves, making sure we can recharge with whatever that looks like for you, making sure we're sleeping eight hours a night. I know lots of times we try to like say, oh, well, I'm an adult. I only need six. Well, that's not what the doctors say. Or, hey, you know, I can just pull an all nighter and work. Uh, The same as before and that's just not true your leadership your ability to produce will suffer We need to eat healthy foods Uh, what goes into our body really can shape how we're leading because if we aren't eating healthy food, it's hard for us to be healthy. We need to work out, exercise. Uh, we need to just connect with friends and have fun, have those social skills, that social um, stabilization that really can put us over the top in health. So how, how do we obtain that? Because I know in our culture we almost have to like fight against Our culture, in order to obtain rest, we need to learn to say no politely. Um, Sometimes you may have to say no firmly and maybe less politely to take full advantage uh, for yourself, but politeness is always key. Uh, So, block off your calendar. You can schedule time for yourself. It's something I've started doing in the last couple of years based on advice from Michael Hyatt, and it's so rewarding knowing, hey, I can get my stuff done, I can find rest, so that when this appointment comes up, I'm good to go. Maybe prune off some existing commitments that you have no passion or proficiency for. If it's something you don't enjoy doing, you should probably stop doing it. If, some, if it's something that you're just absolutely no good at, It can quickly become a distraction if you enjoy doing it, but you might find yourself stretched too thin because of those distractions.
1: With that too, I love the practice of scheduling meetings with yourself. A meeting with yourself is just as important as having a meeting with a coworker or friend or whatever that might look like. So taking that time to block off those times with yourself and keeping it as a commitment is important.
0: Uh, Maybe automating some existing practices is another thing. Having email templates that allow you to send the same email over and over. I send the exact same email to all my new hires. And so what I've done is I've created that in a Gmail template. So anytime I'm sending this email, it takes me five seconds instead of five minutes to type out this long email. And it saved me so much time, giving me so much time back. Uh, You can also maybe create rituals to block off phone time uh, where it's like, okay, from 5 p.m. to (laughs) – 12 p.m. or whatever it is, I'm not, or 12 a.m., I'm not going to answer the phone. I'm not going to reply to texts or find ways that you aren't being distracted by your phone. Uh, Or maybe it's just delegation. Is there someone better qualified to do the tests that you are doing? Uh, And one thing with delegation is we might have to accept somebody doing a task 90% as well as we could do it so we can do all the more important tasks on our plate. And I know that will frustrate a lot of us. It frustrates me, I know, when I'm like, I will hand this off and somebody will not do it quite as well. But the thing they'll do is they'll actually do it on time and they may enjoy it more. And I have to let go of some of my perfectionism in order for the team to succeed. And that's part of leadership is putting others in front of yourself, even if it means it doesn't get quite as perfect as you think. But it might actually get done and not get done in two months from now when it was due two days from now.
1: Along with this, too, there's an opportunity to focus on counseling or therapy. Um, this is really important as we're talking about finding health within ourselves and caring for ourselves first. Um, and this is a taboo topic, right? This is a hard one for a lot of people, especially especially varying generations have different different beliefs when it comes to counseling or different different concepts of it. And so, really, we just want to encourage. Um, everyone to, to kind of look and recognize that we all carry so much baggage from our past. Uh, and counseling is, is truly just a way to help sort through life and navigate our emotions. Well, navigate um, uh, different, even mindset and thought processes about things. And so with this, uh, it does affect our leadership and our lives very directly. Um, and with any kind of with any kind of emotional wrestling or discernment or having trouble sleeping or having trouble, um, you know, being in relationship with people. There's so, so many signs that help point to that. We might need to just talk to somebody about it. Um, and so the sooner that we deal with some of the stuff that's going on in our lives, the sooner that we face those really hard things that are, uh, that are hard to face, uh, With the help of trained professionals, you know, the better the outcome is going to be and the healthier we are going to be. But for so many of us, really for like humans, if we don't navigate some of these, if we don't um, seek that professional help, then it could really turn into something severe later on.
0: Yeah, uh, because we know it's impossible to leave your personal life at home Um, on therapy can really help with getting to a healthier spot but there's some things that'll just pop up that may not necessarily require therapy but just something happens in life and we think oh we can just leave that at home or the people we're leading oh they can just ignore that but the truth is they can't everyone says they can um nor do they need to
1: right they don't need to
0: yep uh yeah if you and your or your people you're leading are going through something you can't set that aside And you shouldn't need to. You shouldn't just ignore that or try to push your way through that. Um, And I think there's some healthy ways to do that. Uh, But making sure that you're finding healthy ways to talk about this in your organizations, in your businesses of, okay, hey, I'm going through something. Letting that be a healthy, normal conversation in your workplace, in your organizations that you're affiliated with. So it's not like, oh, hey, you're going through something? Well, we're just automatically going to send you home. Or, hey, we're automatically just going to expect the same wonderful results you've always got with no regard for you. It's, okay, how do we work with you? What Everybody's unique. Everybody goes through hurt differently. So what can we do to care for you?
1: So the two main ways that we've talked about finding healthier forms of ourselves is through rest and through counseling, um, and then also recognizing the important elements of working out, sleeping well, connecting with friends, um, eating healthy foods, and and so on and so forth. So with all of this, if, if we do this, um, it will only help in our leadership style. Your ability to reach your leadership potential is determined by how well you do or don't take care of yourself. So why do we care so much about this, right? It's because we, It's because you are the most critical component of your leadership. If with time and effort, you add in all the other ingredients that we have talked about in previous episodes, as well as with this one, um, but if you never take care of yourself, then your leadership skills may not grow. You'll actually find yourself stuck and probably spiraling even more into an unhealthy space. Kyle and I have both been there (laughs) in different times in our leadership, so we definitely know what we're talking about here. But if you are in a healthy place, on the other hand, your leadership gifts will shine through um, and the growth you add through the other ingredients that we talk about on this podcast will be even more apparent. It's just like when you're on an airplane and, you know, at the beginning they talk about in case of an emergency, here's all the different practices that you need to go through. One of them, they talk about the oxygen, the oxygen masks falling from the ceiling. And the number one thing they say is put on your oxygen mask first, then help other people put on theirs, including children. You don't put your child's mask on before your own. You have to put your own on first. And with that, it's really to say, if you can't breathe, you can't help other people. That's important. So with all of this, care for yourself first, and then you'll be in a much healthier and better place to lead others well. Kyle, I know in particular, you wanted to take the time to share some of your story and how you've experienced not resting well, maybe not caring for yourself well in some ways. You want to share share that? Yeah.
0: So I think for me, it started in grad school. I think in undergrad, I was doing a much better job at taking care of myself. I think some of the pressures weren't there. Uh, But in grad school, I was working a full-time job. I was a part-time GA I was taking full-time classes because I hadn't been advised well on the expectations of the program. Um, Some of that was on me. Some of that was just on our school not communicating. And um, they also, there was a list that one of our professors gave us like early on first semester of grad school of like all the things you needed to do to be successful and healthy and fulfilled in grad school. And it was a list of like 10 things. And me being a very achievement driven person, I said, I'm going to do that list. Um, And so I was doing the list. I was involved in everything he was asking me to be. And I was not feeling fulfilled because the asking was just too much. Uh, I was working 60 something hours a week. I was doing full-time grad school. Uh, and I was like, yes, I'm going to be the best. And instead what happened was I got my dream job, but I was already burned out. And then I rolled into a summer at like the highest peak of that career. And I was just burned out and dead. Um, And it was just like I felt like a zombie. I was just going through the motions for like a year at a time. And finally, I had to quit the job Mm -hmm. uh, for a number of reasons, but partly because I had been a zombie for a year. And I remember it took me two months just to like recover from that period of burnout and drag. And I'd be sleeping 12 to 14 hours a day without an alarm. Just to like catch up on my body, and so we think a lot of times that, like, oh, if you're doing all these, eventually you'll just like get used to it, Mm. but that's not the way it works. Eventually, your body catches up with you, and then I had to take basically six months off. Thankfully, I had saved well, but I had to just basically put my life on pause for six months because I had been treating it so poorly Mm -hmm. trying because I took bad advice. Mm -hmm. I took the advice that leaders do more leaders can do more. And Mm -hmm. at a lot of times that's just not true. Sure.
1: Or took the list that you were given and did all of it as you thought was necessary versus picking one or two things to participate in or whatever that looked like. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely take this as words of wisdom and advice and from experience uh, to say that that really leaning into the leadership ingredient ingredient of you is so important as you were becoming the leader that you were meant to be. Lead Lead from from scratch scratch and and reach reach your your full full potential. potential.